Hello, hello, this is Jacqueline Twilly, and you're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women who work in male-dominated industries. Today, we're talking about conflict management strategies. So it is inevitable that at some point in your career, you're going to face some workplace conflict. The higher up you go in your career, probably the more conflict you're going to see. A lot of the women that I work with in leadership coaching, this is one of the areas they don't like. They do not like confrontation, they do not like conflict, and they wish they could find a way to make things smooth and easy. But it's a really wise strategy for you to understand the different types of conflict resolution that you can employ in any situation, especially when you're leading a team. So I wanna give you the five conflict management strategies that are most common and I really encourage you as you approach your next conflict at work and thinking about how you're going to manage it and how you're going to resolve it to use one of these or multiple techniques depending on the personalities to diffuse the situation and come to a resolution. All right, so the five types of conflict resolution strategy is one, accommodating, two, collaborating, three, avoiding, Four, compromising, and the fifth is competing. So let's break that down. The accommodating strategy essentially is giving opposing sides what it wants. So what you're doing is you're using accommodation to keep the peace per se. So instead of directly confronting, you're saying, you know what, let's let's do this this way. I'm gonna give you this. So you're sort of giving in to what that other person wants so that you can keep the peace in the situation. I wanna give you an example. A business that requires a formal dress attire may institute a casual Friday policy as a, like a low entryway to keep people um, at peace with the policy of just being formal. Now I know a lot of workplaces are more casual these days than they were even 10 years ago. So that's just an example of how as a leader, if you have a lot of people who are resisting on one thing, you give in on um, in a small way, meaning that casual Friday. I even know organizations who do have a dress code that during football season, they allow Fridays to be a dress down day and they ask their employees to donate $1. The dollar at the end of football season goes to a charity. So that way they're instituting a casual policy, even though it's a formal workplace, and then they're turning it into something good. A lot of people take pride in their sports teams. When men, what, blah, blah, tongue tied there, y'all. Men and women really enjoy sports. So you can even do that in soccer season even in basketball season, but that's just one way that you can diffuse a situation where conflict might be occurring because your employees want to wear a different type of dress code. So that's the accommodating style. Let's talk about collaboration for a second. The collaboration strategy, when you're trying to resolve conflict, what it does is you're integrating different people's ideas. So think about having um, a disagreement at work or you're not on board with a certain policy and it's creating some tension on a team. Having that team come together and whiteboard a session where they're throwing different ideas out there. And instead of going with one idea or majority rules, you're really working across the people in this group to collaborate. So what's the best part of this idea? And what's the best part of that idea? And instead of saying majority rules, what you're doing is you're combining all of the best ideas, which 
In reality, it's just a great business strategy to have the best version of a resolution on the table. So um, one thing that I've used in the past, and this is recent, a manager that I was working with had a, an office policy that was out of date. But, you know, sometimes you have one person who is a policy, uh, I guess we'll call them the policy police, that one person who wants to follow all of those old policies. Well, there's a new employee in the office who wasn't following this policy, which no one really followed. What they ended up doing was bringing the policy police person into, and that's just a nickname we're giving, giving that person um, a seat at the table to update the policy. So they included this person who was really hard and set on following the rules. They said, you know what, it's time for us to look at our standard operating procedures, our company rules, and this manager included that person in it, as well as a couple of other team members. So that's a way of collaborating, even in a a different way. So that's diffusing a problem. You don't have one employee pitted against another. You just updated the policies and whatever was out of date, it's out of date. It's gone. Now, avoiding. The avoiding strategy is where one where you keep putting off whatever the conflict is in hopes to avoid it and perhaps indefinitely. So it's delay, ignore, delay, ignore, push it off on somebody else. And what happens with this is people who oftentimes avoid conflict, it might go away temporarily uh, and it might fester. So in the case where you're going to avoid it, if you have someone bringing you an issue and you know they're going to drop it, you might want to use the avoiding technique. However, if it's something more serious or something that's come up multiple times, you may want to avoid using this technique, the avoiding technique, because if not, if the, if the problem festers out of control, you're going to have multiple problems instead of nipping it in the bud. But best case scenario, I've seen people use this strategy when they know that The company is going to change direction anyway, but you can't publicly announce that to the employees yet. And there's a certain issue you would avoid. Put it off until, you know, whatever new direction you're going in is announced. Now, let's talk about the compromising strategy. This is where typically both sides of a conflict will come together and they'll come to like a win-win solution per se. So this is oftentimes used when people have the same level of power. So you wouldn't use this with your boss or two people below you. You know, if you and a peer and you're a manager and you have another manager in the office and you are having some type of conflict, you'll come together for a compromising solution. But a compromising solution may not work with you going to your boss where you're both going to give in a little bit. All right. So just know that when power, the power dynamics are equal is when this strategy works best. A lot of times what I do, what I see in a compromising situation is where business um, leaders in, in different units of the same organization will come together and they'll negotiate a shared resources. And so whether that's, um, an administration staff or that's a contractor or anything like that. They come together and they compromise on how they're going to use it. That's one of the cases where I've seen this strategy be used most often. Now let's talk about the fifth one. It's the competing. This is where somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. You may know this as the zero sum game, right? 
This strategy is often used with a highly assertive personality where they're going to take a huge power play mode to push out the other side to get their way. Now, this is a definitely a competitive strategy. It works in some cases, but um, I would say like in an emergency situation where a decision has to be made right away would be the best time to use that. In general, I would not recommend leaders to use this competing I win you lose strategy because culture matters and if you build a reputation of being the leader who's going to knock the other side down and you're going to win at all costs you may lose some respect within your organization and you do need buy-in and support to be effective in your roles so those are the five types of conflict resolution strategies that I recommend and I do want to share with you a quote for today and y'all please reach out to me let me know which of these strategies you've used which have been effective have you even thought about conflict resolution from this viewpoint before I will tell you that out of these five my favorite is probably the collaborating method I really believe in the win-win philosophy, especially with business relationships where you're going to be working with people long term. My personal preference is if the option is available, sometimes you don't have that luxury to compromise. The time isn't there and you just have to get to the nitty gritty and make something happen. But if there is time, I like to compromise. I want people to feel valued. I want my team members to know that they're part of the team and I'm going to do whatever I can to help them win and for us all to achieve our business goals. All right. So our quote of the day. It says conflict cannot survive without your participation. So if you want to throw all five strategies out the window, Wayne Dreyer has this quote. Again, it says conflict cannot survive without your participation. So if there is one way you want to diffuse a situation is just to not participate in it. This is not the avoiding technique where you're putting it off. It's being whatever your role is in that conflict, just not participating it participating in it any further lots of tongue twisting um statements today so that's interesting but y'all continue to send me your questions i love hearing from you thank you for if for everyone who's left a rating and review of the podcast starting next week i'm going to share with you what people are saying so if you want to be featured on the podcast giving your rating and review head over to the apple store leave a five-star review until next time keep emulating excellence and eliminating excuses